This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Happy Friday. This is how we do it. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It is October 8th. Wherever and however you're connected, always great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with the guy who cruises or cruises rather Provo in a minivan better than most, Jerem Jordan. I did have a minivan at BYU, and one time I took a whole apartment of girls out. It was six of them. We went to the Dolly Theater. cost me like 20 bucks. Just a line of six hugs at the end of the night. They were all wonderful young women. They were great. Uh, it was a fun time. Jacob Conover has a minivan as well. No reports on if he's taking out whole apartments. I was just going to ask. Uh, but he's a quarterback at BYU, so anything is possible. Mm-hmm. He, uh, quote, the slickest whip in Provo now belongs to Jacob Conover. Look at Queen, that ride. Queen of rap, Salt Lake City. <laughs> this is great. He's got a minivan that's decked out in uh, in uh, a cougar wrap. Go Cougs, which is great. It looks like Cosmo should be hanging out the passenger window. Oh, I don't doubt that Cosmo has uh, slept overnight in this thing. Incredible. More minivans, please, especially on a Friday. Awesome. Here's your show lineup on BYU Football Game Day Eve. What in the world do we expect tomorrow and think we know for that matter in a Boise State BYU game that may feature a third string BYU quarterback, rain in the forecast, and a Broncos team with a losing record? Boise State insider BJ Range joins us to discuss where the Broncos believe they have an advantage over the Cougars. Plus, BYU linebacker Max Tooley dishes on the defense a new nickname and why the Cougars aren't buying into their own hype. Bring on today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Number 10, BYU football hosts 2-3 and three Boise State tomorrow night. It is the homecoming game. I almost forget about that. Maybe because well, I'm not that interested in homecoming. The Y generally. has been lit all week. You can take yes. that for what you want. Yes, it has. Uh, BYU Radio pregame begins at 1.30 Eastern. BYU TVs at 2 Eastern time. New York Jets rookie quarterback Zach Wilson wins NFL Rookie of the Week after passing for 297 yards and two touchdowns and an overtime win for the Jets over the Tennessee Titans. The former Cougar great will work for back-to-back wins when the Jets go across the pond and visit London to face the Atlanta Falcons. Kickoff set for 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Sunday. Jets practicing as we speak in the countryside, no joke. Cougs in the NFL, all-pro linebacker Fred Warner and the Niners play the only undefeated team in the NFL, the Arizona Cardinals. Also, Andy Reid and Daniel Sorensen lead the Chiefs against the Bills in an awesome Sunday night football matchup at a rematch of the AFC title game. Ninth-ranked BYU women's volleyball sweeps Portland last night. They moved to 5-0 and in West Coast Conference play. The Cougars have now won 24 straight sets and 49 of the 54 total sets they've played this season. Not bad. Tadlin Ballard-Nixon led BYU with 13 kills. They host Gonzaga tomorrow live on the BYU TV app at 2 p.m. Eastern. And number 20, women's soccer hosts San Diego tomorrow night, 7 Eastern on the BYU TV app. Cougars are plus 12 in gold differential in two West Coast Conference games so far. How about in four of the last five games at home, BYU has scored seven goals exactly. That's unbelievable. It's crazy. And 34 goals combined in the last five wins? I like this. This is crazy. It just pleaseth me. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. A mystery matchup. The Boise State Broncos with a very uncommon 
2-3 losing record. Visit unbeaten and 10th-ranked BYU tomorrow. Yet the Cougars, while riding high in the national spotlight, more than likely will start a third-string quarterback in Jacob Conover. There's rain and soggy conditions in the forecast for the afternoon kickoff on ABC National Television. Oh, and Boise State will have the man at quarterback that most Bronco fans believe would have defeated BYU in 2019 and kept the Broncos in the game last season. That's right, Hank Bachmeyer will start, Jerem. So... I mean, with so many weird things going into this game, what do we know and expect from tomorrow's game between Boise State and BYU? We know rain is in the forecast. That's one thing. We know Tyler Algier is going to run the ball a Mm, lot. Okay. And I feel like we know he's going to run for a lot of yards. Uh, The Boise State defense stinks. Uh, So BYU is going to have their way there. I think the BYU offensive line is going to be able to move the ball for BYU. Uh, We think Hank Buckmeyer is playing, so that's something. We know BYU is a favorite. That line has slid, by the way, which is crazy. Um, you know, what, was, what did it start? Two and a half? Started, now it's down to six? All the way up to six wow. points in favor of BYU. And we know BYU's uniforms will look good. Uh, we know that Boy State's using the uniform it lost to BYU in, in 2013. We know that. Hmm. So these are the things we know. BYU preparing for Hank Bachmeyer for the first time ever. And because that is the case, Jerem, I have written an ode to Sir Bachmeyer. ode. Okay. In the year of our Lord 2019, a steed of great worth visited Provo with record pristine. But what is a steed without his knight to lead and guide? <laughs> For the great Bachmeyer did not abide. One year later, the steed again rode solo. For Sir Bachmeyer was ill and failed to conquer a cougar foe. But alas, in 2021... Sir Bachmeyer shall finally ride as his steed and the Broncos fight for their pride. Spencer the Bard? What? Well My done. ode to Hank Bachmeyer. Well, we love to make fun of this because Boy State fans are like, Well, if Hank Bachmeyer played, they probably win that game in 2019. But listen, it wouldn't have been a blowout in Boise last year if Bachmeyer had played. BYU had the number two pick and was a top ten Quality team. Okay? No. Sorry. And you're two and three this year, okay? I I know that Boise State's better than two and three though. So listen, I think Bachmeyer's gonna outplay if Jacob Connor replaced. He should. Yes, jokes aside, Hank Bachmeyer's a good quarterback. I would argue very good. But right? he's got a really suspect offensive line. Oh, they a can't banged run up the ball. running back situation. And he's running for his life, and he's not as mobile as some of the other mobile quarterbacks that BYU's already faced. Spoiler alert, B.J. Reigns covers the team. Uh, in the next segment, it's going to tell us that George Helani is not expected to even yeah. play. Yeah. So, what? So, <sighs> BYU's winning this game. I, I, think, I think BYU wins this game comfortably, honestly. I, I just think Boise State's not the Boise State that they have been. I still think they're a good team. I just think is very good to great right now. And at home, and Tyler Algier in this offensive line. Listen, Boise State has issues on the offensive line, injuries. You know who started three backups against Utah State last week and dominated on the ground? Yep. Brigham. Yep. Okay? Yo, Campbell Barrington, Connor Pay, and company, they started as backups, and BYU's uh, Tyler Algier rushed for 218 yards. Yeah, Mason Wade so I don't didn't play. Hear it. Oh, we got an injury. BYU's going to start a third-string quarterback, probably. BYU started a third-string quarterback in 2019 and beat Boise State. Hey, third-string freshman. Was it even hard? Um, 
this Boise State team's worse than that Boise State team in 2019. I'm not saying let down your guard. I'm just saying BYU's really good. I think BYU's going to win convincingly tomorrow. Yes. I'm not saying 17 plus, but I think it's a two score win. Now, as you pointed out, we know some things. We anticipate the conditions will be rainy and a little bit muddy and soggy. You would think because of BYU's perceived dominance against Boise State in the trenches, based on what the Broncos are dealing with, injuries on the offensive line, they might start a third-string center. Their defensive line has not been able to stop the run, or at least they haven't shown the capability to do so at any point this season. Yeah. And they're, what are they, 105th they're bad. rushing and, defense in the country? And they can't run the ball. Yeah. Like, that three games of 60 or fewer yards rushing. In a game for Boise State, including Hank Bachmeyer, who, by the this way, this is like started, running back you that have produced a bunch of NFL guys. They're like guys. the Denver Broncos, where they always have a thousand yard back, right? Um, yeah, I, I just think BYU's going to roll tomorrow. Now, here's what else I know Aaron Roderick is a master of developing a game plan for a BYU backup quarterback. He is so good at that. When has he not had to do a, a backup? I'm trying to think. Zach Wilson at the end of 2019, a little bit. 2020, obviously, Zach's in there whole time. But now he's had, what, this will be the third game with a backup starter if Jacob's the guy? Aaron Roderick is a genius when it comes to developing a game plan given a week for a specific signal caller, and it's probably going to be Jacob Connor this week. I trust in Aaron Roderick. I also trust in BYU's physicality on the lines. And if it is rainy and Boise State hasn't been able to stop the run, then why not dare them to try and stop it? And guess what, Jerem? If they stack the box and put seven or eight defenders to try and slow they, down Tyler Algier... They can't stack the box. Then there will be plenty of other options for Jacob Conover to throw to. Yeah. Uh, last I checked, the BYU wide receivers were really good and really deep. And they have the capability to get the ball on the outside and make defenders miss. Or just run over them if you're Puka Nakua and Neil Pau. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So... There will be options. What's Boise State going to do? They, if they stack the box, then they are flirting with disaster for Jacob Conover to make easy throws and BYU to take advantage in the passing game when there's nobody out there to defend the pass. If I'm Boise State, I'm freaking out because you're two and three, about to be two and four. This is BYU's going to win this game. Yes, this has nothing to do with Hank Bachmeyer's capability. He's, he's a good quarterback. He's really good. Dude. But he has Last been week given he was amazing. He has been dealt a really tough hand. Uh, oh, by the way, Hank Bachmeyer started wearing a knee brace earlier this week. He got he sustained a hit, they think, against Utah State that affected him. Um, so he was running a lot more in Tim Plough's offense. Okay. Um, and pretty effectively, honestly, I was like, oh, dude can run. Kind of like when Baylor run. Romney runs effectively. All of a sudden, uh, the like he can't run bias goes away, and it's like no, he's actually pretty athletic. He ran for like 800 yards and 10 yeah, touchdowns yeah. as a senior in high school, by the way. So he can run. Um, but Hank's not the same guy. He's going to sit in that pocket, and BYU defensively always has good game plans. makes Makes you take a long yes. drive down the field. You're going to turn it over or have a penalty, right? I know it's not sexy. Don't bend, don't break, and drop eight sometimes. But like. Elias Tuiaki is the most underrated piece of the BYU success. Aaron Roderick, I think, is properly rated. BYU, people, I think, understand, hey, BYU is really good because BYU has some good coordinators, yep. right? We don't talk about E in the same way we talk about Aaron. But E's done an amazing job with this BYU defense, who, after Keenan Peely got hurt, we were like, what's going to happen? Honestly, the secondary is rolling out guys that, like, last year you had no idea who their names were besides Malik Moore. You know what I mean? 
You're like, did you know who, uh, you know, Morgan Piper coming down to play linebacker and uh, Hayden Livingston were? And you know what I mean? These yeah, guys are Capisi. Jared Capisi, like, yes, yes. The barber on the team, like, yes, these guys are making plays. And it's awesome. It's, it's a group effort. BYU has injuries. BYU has issues, but they're making it work. BYU's going to take care of the ball tomorrow, hopefully, in the rain, run the ball effectively, and walk out with a win. All right, so recapping what we know, Boise State, 2-3, and going to take on an undefeated BYU team <laughs> in we know. rainy conditions. At least those are forecasted for Lavelle Edwards Stadium Provo in the afternoon. Wait. We have something to do right now. What's that? This is a tradition that we haven't addressed until right now. Still a spuddy buddy? Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. It's no offense to like famous Idaho potatoes. I was born in Mountain Home outside of Boise. Lived there for two years, and then I moved. I don't uh, really feel the vitriol the and animosity I towards don't either, Spuddy Buddy anymore. Tradition. It's okay. True. Oh, so I just got to keep tradition. Yeah. All right. Jeremy is uh, going to take care of Spuddy Buddy. Yeah, there are two of them. We have to don't be uh, too violent with them, Jeremy. No, no, no. Okay. They're there. Yeah. So we have one on one of those fantastic Marriott Center chairs that are in Studio B, and a little one that I brought back from Boise yeah. before. This one's like a puppet. One of them's a head. It's a head cover. It's a golf head cover. <laughs> it was given to me by the president like, of the Idaho Potato I like Association. That, I know that's what it is, but whatever. Okay. Okay. It's tradition. Okay. So just ready. Wide shot, please. Well, oh, Jerem's uh, calling okay, for gotta, his gotta shot. Gotta throw him up. Gotta throw him up. We're done. Okay. Now, All right. now we only have what forty-seven minutes worth of that, but. Okay, they should have done it on Monday. My bad. Forgot. We know that we have a tradition to throw Spuddy Buddy off the set as well. The moment famous Idaho Potato sponsors the show, we won't do that anymore, okay? Just so you know. Our question of the day. You've heard our opinions. We want to hear yours. What do we know about tomorrow's game against Boise State? Let's go to Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. At Jonathan Hawk answers on Twitter. Boise State has nothing to lose and will give the game everything they have. Boise is wanting revenge after the beatdown BYU gave them last year on the Smurf turf. The game will be cold and wet, so whoever takes care of the football the best will win the game. Now, BJ Range posted uh, this week, who we'll talk to in the next segment, that the picture that BYU took as a team on the blue after the first win last year has rubbed Boise State players the wrong way. They have brought it up multiple times this week. So they're, they're annoyed and ticked. How motivated will they be, right? They have conference to play for. They don't, they're not playing for anything in the holistic season outside I'd of I'd be annoyed, too, if I saw a team celebrating on my home turf like that. But, yeah. I mean, do they have the horses, no pun intended, to make it happen in Provo? Why not? Okay, pun intended. intended. Well, it wasn't intended because I started the sentence and then the word just came out. I was like, oh, that fits. So that's why it's not intended. I think you sound smarter when you say intended, where you're like, I meant to do that. Hey, yeah. Do they have the horses to pull it off? I don't know that they do in the trenches. Hey, is Lil Sebastian showing up tomorrow or is Boise State? You know? I don't know. When is your ode to Lil Sebastian bye, later in the show? Bye, Lil Sebastian. Right one ode. Miss, coming up, is the Lavelle Edwards Stadium the best stadium in college football? And as mentioned, Boise State insider B.J. Reigns will join us to preview <laughs> what Boise State has going for them. Where do they feel like they have an advantage against the Cougars? This is BYU Sports Nation. Your discretion advised with Spuddy Buddy. My bad. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. You ready for BYU and Boise State? Countdown to kickoff. Dave Blaine, David Spencer. Get to the interviews, analysis, warm-ups. Only place you can watch that tomorrow, 2 Eastern time. 90-minute special edition. 
We are live in Studio B on a Friday. This is your day-to-day BYU Sports Play-By-Play. I'm Spencer Linton alongside Jerem Jordan. We just got some news from ESPN as it relates to BYU basketball. That's right. We know the games that ESPN is going to do with BYU men's hoops uh, as it pertains to the uh, conference schedule. Still waiting to hear on Noncon and CBS Sports Network. And then we'll know what games BYU TV gets. But uh, home St. Mary's at Gonzaga. Home, uh, excuse me, at Santa Clara. At Pacific. Home Gonzaga. At LMU. Uh, home St. Mary's, those are the ones okay. in league. Seven games on ESPN networks and in And Pepperdine, league. excuse me. Yep. Uh, Eight. And Pepperdine. Okay. So there you go. Half. All right. Half. CBS Sports Network gets the second round of refusal, and then we'll come in. Okay. We filled our basketball quota now with the scheduling news. What? I can never be full with basketball. Let's get back to football for the moment. Okay, B.J. Reigns, uh, he's really good uh, with Boise State stuff. He's a beat reporter for the Idaho Press Tribune, host of the Blue Turf Sports Podcast. Lots to talk about. About the two and three Boise State uh, Broncos. Here's my conversation with BJ from earlier today. All right, BJ, you always have great insight on Boise State. We love when you're on the program. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. It's kind of a rainy day in Boise, but looking forward to getting down there. And uh, always fun when I get to make the trip to Provo. So, so looking forward to this one for sure. Should be an equally rainy day at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, which should be fun. Um, do you think that means we're going to have just a, an overloaded rushing game Saturday afternoon? Well, I think Boise State would hope that's not the case. <laughs> it hasn't gone too well for them. Uh, an all-running game would probably not suit them very well, as is, uh, you guys know and folks that have looked at the stats know, Boise State's uh, rush defense has not been good, and BYU runs the ball very well. So that's a concern going into the game for sure. And on the flip side, Boise State has not run the ball very well at all this season. So that uh, those those two areas are pretty much, if you needed to simplify, why is Boise State 2-3? and three? And it, it, it could probably just be defined as simple as they can't run the ball and they can't stop the run and if it's a a wet rainy game where they have to try to do both they could be in some real trouble Tyler Algier was amazing against Utah State career high 218 and three touchdowns on the Boys State side George Holani's a thousand yard back this is and there are several dudes who uh, uh, can ball Uh, injuries on the offensive line notably at center what's the issue right now yeah, two starters were out in the last game. Uh, the left tackle, John Ojuku, was the only lineman that started in the same spot where he had already started the game this season. They're trying to move guys around. They have two transfers in there starting right now. And so, yeah, the center, uh, Kekani Holomia Gonzalez being out has really hurt them. They've tried two different centers. They've had snapping issues, uh, which has led to some of the negative yards, which has affected the rushing numbers a little bit. Um, but uh, too many sacks. Hank Bachmeyer got sacked uh, in the last game six times as two. So the offensive line has just not played well. And um, they have Cyrus Abibi Lakio, a, a transfer from Oregon at running back. Um, but really, uh, George Shalani just hasn't been healthy. He, he missed the UCF game, and they just got hurt in the first quarter of this last game against Nevada. So I would suspect that George Shalani does not play on Saturday. And mm. um, they've got some other guys. They, you know, some other guys they they feel good about, but they just haven't, for whatever reason, been able to get it done. I think they said I saw was 1.1 yards. Uh, you know, until until contact, so they're just they're getting hit like right at the line of scrimmage almost, and they just can't do anything. And so, um, yeah, that's going to be a big focus for them. Try to establish the run, and if not, we might see Hank Bachmeyer throw it fifty five times. And that's not always the worst thing in the world, but that one dimensional thing is tough, right? For Hank, he's a tremendous player. We're fine, and we're finally getting. Hey, we're finally getting the Hank Bachmeyer versus BYU game. I know some Boise State fans have been like, but hey, Hank didn't play in the game. We're the last two years. We're finally getting that game. How good is he? I know he's 12 and 4 as a starter. He started just at Florida State, right? That game was incredible. What kind of player is he? Can he win this game for Boise State? 
Yeah, I mean, he's a heck of a player. He had hit one of the best games, maybe the best game of his career against Nevada uh, the other day. Four touchdowns, passed for well over 300 yards. I mean, he's he's uh, playing very well. He's up over 300 yards now, average passing per game. I saw that, uh, was it not pro football focus, or one of those people came out recently ranking all 130 quarterbacks uh, so far, you know, for college teams, and he came in at number 12. So, I mean, he came in right now as, um, you know, one of the top quarterbacks through five games uh, in the country right now. So he's playing very well. He's distributing the ball across the field. Um, you know, that in Tim Plow's new offense, there's a lot more put on the quarterback. It's a lot more RPO type stuff. So some of his decision making on the RPO stuff and whether to, to pull it or to run it or to pass is um, taking some time for him to get used to. That was an issue in the UCF game. But overall, um, he's playing great. He's had a couple interceptions that fans like to point to. Um, one in the UCF game when they were trying to drive at the end of the game. One late in the Oklahoma State game as well. Um, but overall, he is by far not the reason. Even though some fans are calling for Jack Sears and wanting to do that, Hank Bachmeyer is playing great, and he is the least of Boise State's problems at this point. And yes, I agree. Nice to finally get a chance to see him play against BYU, which I know is very important to him and very important to this fan base. And it should be interesting because we'll see who goes for BYU. It might be Jacob Conover, right? The third string, what is it, 2019, and now the third string quarterback for BYU going to start last year. I know Sears got the start, and the third string was hurt, and Cade Finnegan, who's now on the BYU roster was playing it listen can we just get two healthy quarterbacks in this matchup for once I don't know if we're going to have it until maybe next year it'd be nice and I know the BYU fans loved it loved to always bring that up when I I pointed that out a couple of times last year and they, they, <laughs> it was whether it was ex- excuse making or whatever it was they like to say that so I, I've been getting it for weeks now with the BYU fans already tweeting at me and stuff oh well we'll see if they have their Boise State has their third string quarterback again if it matters and all this so uh, it, it's you know it, it's all it's all fun it is both teams are without players both teams have injuries certainly the the full house uh, you know sellout crowd is going to help BYU I mean it's it's a uh, it's a fun game and that's why we like college football the what ifs and if this guy was healthy and if this game had come after a bye week or whatever there's just so many variables that come into play but uh you know the scoreboard says what it is and the game counts and the record counts no matter who's out there and so both teams will certainly try to give it their best shot bj reigns is on BYU sports nation covering boy state for the idaho press tribune and the host of the blue turf sports podcast we can see your background it looks very nice okay are people oh, freaking you. out in boise two and three like this is weird right for boy state football Oh, yeah. There's people, like I said, calling for change at quarterback. Uh, there's guys, co- folks calling for a change in head coach already and saying Andy Avalos wasn't the right hire. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's the first time since literally 2001, 20 years since they've been uh, two and three at this point in the season. And if they lose on Saturday, which I think is a fair thing to assume, they're going to be uh, two and four for the first time since 1997. Uh, it just doesn't happen around here. They don't lose very many games. Um, but Andy Avalos has pointed to the fact that he was a linebacker on the team that was two and three in 2001 and they went on a pretty good run after that two weeks later they beat number eight fresno state on the road they end up going like 44 and four over their next three seasons to win three whack titles and that was kind of the start to the season and then the game against fresno that a lot of people point to as the game that turned boise state's program uh you know put them on the ascension to what they've become and so andy avalos has talked a lot about hey a lot of good can come from being two and three and i know he's grasping for stuff obviously because they're not playing very well but um again they've they've been in all the games they've had a lead uh, in all the games and so i think they feel like they're 
better than maybe the record shows. They've played a really tough schedule. I think one of the toughest schedules in the country if you go on win-loss win -loss percentage. And this is one of the hardest schedules in, in Boise State history. So they're not making excuses. It's not where they want to be, but they still know there's a lot of games left. And after this BYU game, they got seven conference games left, and they still control their own destiny in the conference to get back to the title game. So I think that, you know, I don't want to say they want to get this game out of the way, but they, they have a big one here on Saturday, and then they want to lock back in with conference play. And uh, they still feel like they can make something of the season. And, you know, we'll see if they're right. At UCF, uh, you know, that's, that's a tough uh, game, of course. BYU played UCF in the bowl game. We know that. UTEP was a win. Oklahoma State in Boise was a huge game. That one, ugh, the, the fumble recovery, the scoop and score, they blow the whistle, the block field goal. That probably should have been a win, too. At Utah State, domination. Nevada's a good team. So, yeah, it's been a tough schedule. Where do you feel like Boise State is good enough to outplay BYU and have an advantage to potentially pull off an upset here? Well, if you're talking about a third-string quarterback going for BYU, I, I, you know we just talked about Hank Bachmeyer, but I would think that you would give the quarterback edge uh, if that ends up being the case uh, to, to Boise State. Sure. And, uh, again, I think Hank, I think Hank Bachmeyer can can move this offense. When you look at that Nevada game, they had over 500 yards of positive offense in the game. They were moving the ball pretty much at will, especially through the air. And then, like I said, they got sacked six times and they had two bad snaps that resulted in 97 negative yards. But if you take that out, they actually moved the ball over 500 yards and again had three turnovers uh, in the second half and so they just you know beat themselves so if they can cut down on the mistakes and the turnovers and some of the, the sacks um, I think they feel like they this offense works and they can move the ball and they can put up points and so um, I think offensively they you know they know obviously BYU has a very strong defense but I think that they feel like um, you know they can score some points they can move the ball for them it's going to come down to can they stop the run enough to give themselves a chance. BYU to the Big 12 in a couple of years. Um, the, it's kind of unknown whether this game's going to keep going or not. Does Boise State want to keep it going? Because we've kind of debated like, okay, now the scheduling philosophy changes a little bit where, okay, you're going to play a Power 5 schedule. And then I've loved the Boise State matchup. It's actually been my favorite series that BYU has scheduled in Independence. But I'm debating if that's too tough if BYU's playing Utah and Boise State and like a Utah State and an FCS, depending on if it's three or four non-conference games for the Cougars. Yeah, and it depends, you know, how many conference games uh, that uh, the Big 12 does, if it's eight or nine, and there's a lot of variables in there. But I agree, if I'm BYU, I mean, I, if you're playing on the Big 12 schedule, I don't know why you would sign up for a game like this every year. So, I, yeah, I mean, Boise State fans want it to continue. Boise State obviously wants it to continue. It's been a great game. I was looking at the numbers the other day. Three of the 11 games were decided by one point. You had two others, uh, you know, that were decided by five or less points, and that doesn't count the whole Manga Miracle game back there in 2014. Uh, 13, I guess it was, or 15. 15. Um, yeah, 15, um, and where they had the, the pick six to kind of pad the lead there at the end. But so there's just been so many great games. It's a regional game. There's a lot of BYU fans in Boise. Um, you know, there's some talk up here, though, that this could be the last trip to Pro for a while because I know they're supposed to go back in 2023. But Who since knows? that's, you know, the year that it's out, since that's the year that they're maybe joining the Big 12, I mean, forget the next 10-year series that starts in 2025. This could be the, the final trip to Provo for a while. So um, I hope not. I hope it continues. I, I personally love going down there. It's a a fun atmosphere. It's a fun game. I always enjoy the the give and take uh, with BYU fans on social media. I, I hope it continues. <laughs> I really, really do. Um, but um, we'll see. If I if I was in the BYU side, I, I could totally see why they would want to get out of this. You're going to be playing some of these teams in the Big 12 every year. I, I don't know if it makes a whole lot of sense to have a another game that's a you know game that you're not you know not a guaranteed win for you on the schedule. So I, I think um, you know. But who knows? If if all the reports are true, maybe this ends up being a conference game down the down the line. 
Now, what now? What are you referring to? That the Big Twelve might expand and include Boise State? Yes, I think that's a possibility. Um, there's been some talk. Uh, I know Dennis Dodd had an article about a second round of expansion, and Boise State and Memphis were the two leading candidates for that. Um, there was a report from a Baylor radio station about how Boise State needed to add 12,000 seats to their stadium uh, to get, uh, you know, have a chance at the Big 12. And I've heard some behind the scenes rumblings that maybe they're going to start a uh, capital uh, campaign to try to raise some money for something like that. So um, who, who knows? I mean, Boise State obviously did not go to the AAC. Um, they, you know, obviously listened to Mike Oresco and what they had to offer, but in the end felt like the Mountain West was better for them. And if that's the case, you have to think that they're hoping something else is coming down the road. So I'm not reporting anything. I don't have any inside information about it. I just think that uh, it's not dead. I think Boise State potentially, when Texas and Oklahoma finally leave, um, that uh, you know, there's been reports and things out there that maybe Boise State and Memphis would have a chance to get in. And I think it makes a lot of sense in terms of the, uh, the travel partner for the volleyball and soccer teams. If you got the Central Florida volleyball team coming out to Provo for one game does that make a lot of sense uh no they could go on up to Boise and, and play them you know too so I think it makes some sense and I hope it happens a lot of people in here in Boise are still holding out hope that uh maybe you know three to five years down the line that can still up end up being the case yeah we will see and that is certainly interesting and I know something hopeful for Boise State um in this conversation BJ we appreciate time safe travels to Provo and we'll see you tomorrow yep should be a great game guys always appreciate you having me on B.J. Reigns on BYU Sports Nation, always bringing it interesting. So George Shalani, uh probably not playing. You know, Hank Bachmeyer finally in this one. Boise Apparently State he's may- not the issue, which we pointed out. Hank's a good player. <laughs> yeah, Boise State maybe in the second round of expansion with the Big 12, so we'll see. I, I wouldn't mind that. In fact, I think I'd like it um, to have a travel partner with Boise State. I don't know if the Big 12 is ready to move on that to go to 14 teams. Yeah, I don't know what they're – I don't know what they want, but like – I, the idea? I'd be fine with it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Coming up, Max Tooley joins the program. What's, uh, what is he thinking? BYU and Boise State Saturday. Plus, apparently we haven't hit our basketball conversation quota today. No. Because we're talking to Alex Barcelo. Is More! Is underappreciated? This is BYU Sports Nation. More hoops, Spencer. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Visible Supply Chain Management. Number nine, BYU women's volleyball riding an eight-match win streak, 24-set win streak. Into tomorrow's match against Gonzaga, 2 Eastern time on the BYU TDF. He is Jeremiah Spencer. This is BYU Sports Nation. You can always interact with the show and get fantastic content throughout the day. Follow us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Let's whip it. The Cougar Whip Around presented by Visible Supply Chain Management tackling America's most challenging shipping problems. Will BYU football trail at some point tomorrow for the first time this season? No, it's not going to happen tomorrow. BYU is going to take that never trailing streak into at least the Baylor game. Yeah, I don't think BYU will either, which is crazy, right? <laughs> yes, it is crazy that it's been five games and they haven't trailed for one second of game time. Not even one second. All right, so if they're not going to trail against Boise State, maybe Baylor. We'll address that question next week. Will Zach Wilson get his second win of the season, and of his career for that matter, when the 1-3 and New York Jets take on the 1-3 and Falcons in London? Yes, Atlanta's the worst defense in the NFL by points, 32 a game. So, yes. You know who was the worst defense overall going into last week? The Tennessee Titans. And Zach Wilson beat them. So, yeah, I think that the Jets have a good mojo overall, rolling. yards? Yeah, just total yards. Gotcha. Not good, right? The Falcons, also not good. I like the mojo the Jets have going. Let's go two and three Jets. This is about as much mojo as they'll get in one game win. Hopefully it's two. Two? A two-game win streak could be awesome. Hopefully it's two. 
The all-college football Instagram account put out this post compiling all the assets for their best team possible. You always included for Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Yep. Is LES the best stadium in college football? I'm trying to think of like a better backdrop overall. Like when you're up in the press box and you're looking out at Lavelle Edwards Stadium with the Wasatch Mountains in the backdrop. This is a live shot right now. That's hard to beat. Mm. Darren, that, that is extremely difficult to beat. I can't think of a better backdrop in all of college football. The stadium itself is not the best. Um, it, it's good, uh, but the backdrop is the best in college football. That's that's the, the part. It's majestic. Yes, and the stadium has overgone a lot of renovations over the years. There's still some work to be done, certainly, but uh, it is it is much improved from the last you know, 5, 10, 15 years, which is great. All right, on to basketball. John Rothstein of CBS Sports List, BYU basketball senior guard Alex Barcelo as one of the 10 least appreciated players in the entire country. Jerem, do we appreciate Alex Barcelo enough? Yes, yes we do. Um, Mark Pope hasn't won a game without him at BYU quite yet. And 47% from three last year was 15th in the country, according to Ken Palm. He's incredible. He's an amazing leader. He has his team on point. And so I'm excited to see what happens. Yes, I think we appreciate Alex Barcelo enough. For the rest of the country? No, um, they, yeah, they don't know. They don't, they, they don't know. I think John Rothstein is on point there because uh, across the country, they don't really know what Alex Barcelo is or can do. More likely to happen tomorrow. Soccer scores seven goals or women's volleyball sweeps down there. Look, as crazy as it is that BYU women's soccer has scored seven goals in four of the last five home games, yes. it's wild. Yes. I'm not going to put it past them yes. because San Diego's not great. Women's volleyball is going to sweep Gonzaga. That's that's more likely to happen. The set streak will move to 27. Yeah, um, both are possible because BYU soccer is just on fire at home. Four of the last five games. It's nuts. Exactly seven. Crazy at home. The one they didn't a two-one loss in OT to Utah State. No, it's it's going to be a fun Saturday, man. We got we got so we got a triple header. Yep, quadruple. If you, what, count the post game. Technically five. Yeah, because we got soccer. We got pregame. We got. Uh, volleyball, we got post game, and we got a rebroadcast of the game. Not bad. Woo! Let's go. Coming not up, bad. prop picks, Boise State of Dish. Plus, my one on one with BYU linebacker Max Tooley, why he's not buying into the hype surrounding BYU. And is he embracing a new nickname? This is BYU Sports Nation. Quintuple? BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. 20th ranked BYU Women's Soccer with San Diego tomorrow at Southfield. Watch the match live at 7 Eastern on the BYU TV app. Uh, we'll see if BYU scores seven goals. Pressure's yep. on. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation live from Studio B. I recently spoke with BYU linebacker Max Tooley and discussed why the BYU defense has been downright great and so effective. Why the Cougars are not buying into their own hype and how they're preparing for Boise State. This is my conversation with Max Tooley. Max Tooley back on BYU Sports Nation. For those that haven't seen you play football, I very much enjoy it, but I want to hear how you would explain to somebody that hasn't watched you play football how you play the game. I mean, probably in one word, I would probably just say aggressive. Um, You know, if I'm doing something on the field, you know, whether it be right or wrong, it's probably going to be pretty fast. Um, if I'm making a mistake, it's going to be, you know, 100% effort. And that's kind of just how I've always been. Um, and I don't know. I just like to be fast and physical. Um, so flying around whenever I can, hitting somebody whenever I can, that's kind of just how I've always described my game. 
Okay. I think that's accurate from what <laughs> I can tell. I've heard a few people jokingly call you Mad Max. Maybe that's a good okay. thing, right? Not too uh, bad. How, how much crazy is required to be a good linebacker and defender? I mean, I think in, you know, defensive positions in general, you kind of have to have that crazy in you to, to be able to, I mean, you're literally tackling, tackling another grown man. And sometimes <laughs> people just, you know, brush that aside. But then when you watch football, the, the game, the day after the game, you're like, how, how do I even play this sport? Like, this is kind of crazy. So yeah, you have to be crazy to an extent, but I mean, you have to be smart um, to know when to, you know, lay that big hit or to just wrap up. And I think that's part of you know, figuring football out, just trying to find that balance. Okay, so when you're tackling other grown men and playing fast <laughs> and aggressive, are you cool if we just refer to you as Mad Max now? Totally fine, man. I like I like that nickname. Doesn't let's go. Let's go. Me. Yeah, let's go. All right, Mad Max and that BYU defense, a uh, big part of why the Cougars are ranked number 10 in the country right now. What's the key to handling the increasing hype and albeit pressure that comes along with being a top 10 team in the country? I mean, I think you just can't think of yourselves as, you know, better than other people. Everyone, you know, on a college football roster grinded to get to where they're at. And when it comes down to it, you know, everyone's going through the same thing. You know, different teams have different strengths, but um, just realizing that you are playing against other great athletes week in, week out, you can never overlook anybody, you know, whether it be South Florida mostly Florida athletes and uh, or, you know, Boise with their they got some athletic dudes um, and you, you can't underlook anybody is kind of what I've taken this season as, you know, as we go up in the rankings or whatnot, just looking to each game as it's as if it's, uh, you know, the first game of the season, you know, you just got to play your heart out each game. So. Well, and you have aptly pointed out Boise state does have some very good athletes, kind of strange to see, two wins and three losses next to that Boise state mm-hmm. name because they have been so good. But that said, uh, I can tell you're still very aware of what they're capable of. So what is it that makes Boise state still a dangerous foe, even though they have a losing record coming into this game? Yeah. I mean, like, like you said, like a losing record really doesn't mean much. I mean, they came in and they beat Utah state a lot more handily than, than we did last week. So if, if you even just want to look at those game p- comparisons, I mean, you can tell they're no pushover of a team. The record is not showing exactly what they're capable of. And I think we all know that here. No one's expecting to go in and blow them out um, based off of a two and three record. Um, so I think we, we've seen what Boise can do um, in certain games. And, you know, Boise is always going to be a good team. They're always going to be well coached and have great athletes. So you can never underlook Boise. Okay. So having watched the film on Boise State, what do you know about their offense? How are they going to try and attack this BYU defense? Um, I think obviously their skilled positions on offense are their strength. They have some really good receivers. They got a couple of really good running backs, and obviously their quarterback's a stud. Um, so I think they they definitely have a lot of weapons um, when it comes to you know completing passes, especially. Um, but you know, I mean, you can't sleep on their run game. They got a couple of really good running backs that you know, are physical, strong guys. So, I mean, it's just a matter of playing a, an all-around defensive game, um, stopping the run, but equally, um, you know, stopping the throw game. Um, and I think that's our game plan. That's always going to be our game plan. So, it's just another game like that. 
Max Tooley is with us on BYU Sports Nation. The 10th ranked Cougars are 5 and 0. They host Boise State on Saturday, 1:30 Mountain Time kickoff live on ABC. BYU as a defense has held four of the five opponents that your team has faced to 20 points or fewer. South Florida put up 27, but what's been the key to success overall and really holding offenses largely at bay through five games? Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's just being consistent, you know, through whatever, uh, whatever, whatever happens, you know, whatever injuries come each week, you know, there's always going to be people going down and people out needing to step up. And I think it's just been how consistent can we be, you know, week in and week out. It doesn't matter who you're playing. You got to bring your A game on defense and, you know, just having the guys that are ready to step in and make plays when their number's called. I think that's been a huge key of our defensive success and think, you know, I've seen some things about Kalani talking about how last year was a big preparation for a lot of the guys rotating in this year. It's just um, a lot of those those reps from last year have, have uh, gone a long way with this year's team. So just having guys that are, um, you know, ready, um, have, have had the experience and are ready to come and step in. Well, that depth has certainly been tested through five games for sure. And you yourself had to sit out the Arizona game and you've been involved ever since, but Keenan Peely goes out with a very unfortunate ACL injury to end his season. How have things changed for you as a linebacking crew with the loss of Keenan Peely and with some other moves that have had to happen because of that? Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of changes in the, in the linebacker room, especially the last couple of weeks. You know, I mean, if you were to take our positions today compared to our positions two weeks ago, maybe like one person plays the same position. So it's kind of just how the season goes. Um People are going to go and they're going to be needed in other spots. And I, I mean, I can understand, you know, the, the, the changes. Um, Keenan going down has been a huge loss. Uh, I think we've stepped in nicely and, you know, done a lot of things that, you know, there's been, there's been diff- differences in the way we've played as a defense. But as a whole, I feel like we've taken care of business. Do you feel like uh, as a whole right now, aside from the Keenan Peely injury and, of course, the Keenan Ellis concussion very early in the season do you feel like the health of the defense is good how would you define that right now yeah I mean really the what the only career or the only uh season ending injury so far has been Keenan and and, you know a lot of a lot of guys were banged up for South Florida and I mean that happens um but I feel like you know going into this Boise game I feel like we're pretty we're a pretty healthy defense um and I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't really see any issues. Even if we were missing guys, I'm not too worried about it. I think our guys can step up. So much attention has been given to the new Navy helmet that's going to debut against Boise State with the Navy jersey and Navy pants and all Navy affair. Where does that uniform combination rank in your favorite uniform combinations that you've worn as a BYU football player? Hmm. I mean, honestly, I really like the Navy, the Navy helmets, the Mount Navy. That was the first when we were doing like the photo shoots and whatnot, and they were kind of revealing it. That was the first one I like modeled per se, you know, <laughs> went in and got a photo shoot done with the, you know, the Navy helmet. And I think the Navy one's really clean. It might be, it might be up there for, can't go wrong with the all whites, but the all Navy, I mean, we'll see how it looks on the, on the field on Saturday, but it's definitely a clean look. All right. Uh, we appreciate the time so much, Max. Um, I do need to ask you this because someone said, I just want to know how it's 
what it's like to defend against Tyler Algier in practice. And I was like, I'm going to talk to a guy tonight that might be able to answer that question. What's it like to defend against Tyler Algier? I mean, we're blessed that we don't have to go up against him every day, (laughs) honestly. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's like you'd expect, you know, top, however many, I think he's, you know, top three running back in the country. Um, We, we all think that highly of him and going against him in practice is, you know, some of the best preparation you can get day in and day out, especially in camps and, and whatnot when you're going against him every day. Um, he's definitely he's definitely as aggressive as he as he seems on film. So it's it can be fun and you learn a lot, but you know, it can be not fun. He's the Max Tooley like version on the other side of the ball. Fast, yeah. aggressive, physical. I love it. Max I, I yeah, it's great to catch up with you, man. Let's yeah. give you BYU Sports Nation karma for the Boise State game this week. Appreciate it. Take yes. it. Go and perform well. Can't wait to watch you play in those all Navy uniforms against the Broncos on Saturday. Yes, sir. Thanks, Spencer. BYU linebacker Max Tooley, part of our game day eve coverage. Mad Max, Jerem. Yeah, um, I. we should Photoshop that. Um, can we simulate the Zoom delay? Yeah, the slow. What do you think of the Broncos? <laughs> and then it catches up. Because I think that's very exciting for you. <laughs> Coming up, rise and shout out to Home Advantages. Plus our prop picks for Boise State BYU. This is BYU Sports Nation. That's cool. This man. portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by the Tim Daly Auto Group. Serving Utah since 1968. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. BYU Sports Nation, always available on demand via the BYU TV and BYU radio apps. Or download the podcast by Googling BYU Sports Nation podcast, subscribe, review it, and rate it. Prop picks, let's get it. Presented by Tim Daly Nissan, part of the Tim Daly Auto Group, serving Utah since 1968. The standings to this point in the year are... And I didn't even know we were attempting to keep track. One for Spencer, one for Jerem, one for Brian Logan. And some rather random tie. All right. Very good. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Well, there have been five games. Did we forget one week? Well, we missed Utah because we were so wrapped up in everything. Oh, because Big 12. Because of the Big 12. Because Big 12. That that is acceptable. (laughs) So, yeah, we've done four out of five. That makes sense. Uh, It's okay because of the Big 12 matters. Yeah, it's fun. All right, prop number one. There are more Ryan Rico 60-plus yard punts or Isaac Rex TD catches. Rex TD. I'm going to go with Rico 60-yard punts. He's going to have one of those. Okay. And I think Rex will have at least one touchdown. Okay. So there we go. That would be a tie. Number two, will there be more sacks and turnovers by the defense or offensive touchdowns? Uh, Hank Bachmeyer got sacked six times alone last week against Nevada. So if we're combining sacks and turnovers... Forced by the BYU defense. I do not expect BYU to score a ton of offensive touchdowns. So I'm going defense and then we'll say six combined sacks turnovers. I say five. Okay. Yeah. A different number there, but we're both going with defense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Number three. The time and quarter of the first BYU score of the game. Yes. Uh Brigham, 952. Wow. It'll be the second. So so BYU's gonna uh, lose the toss. And then get the ball second and score. Okay. I'm going to say first quarter as well. I'm a little bit later into the game than you are. Seven minutes remaining when BYU scores for the first time in the game. So, like, two more third down conversions. Something like that. Yeah. A lot of running, clock winding, and a rainy 
sloppy game. <laughs> Sounds very exciting. Doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Our question of the day is, what do we think we know about Boise State and BYU tomorrow? It is a mysterious matchup. <laughs> uh, Ty Shields underscore 11 on Instagram answers, Tyler Algier Heisman candidate after the Boise State game. If he has like 150 on ABC. We, what we haven't talked about some, is uh, this, steam? this is kind of a showcase game for BYU, obviously being on ESPN. Listen, when BYU plays at 1020 mm-hmm. on the East Coast, you're not really showcasing what's going on for 50% of the audience. I'm talking the nation. When it's 130 Mountain, 330 Eastern, now you really are. Yeah, think okay? about what BYU did against Nebraska in that yes. window and then USC in 2019 in that window. Listen, I love being on Espen and Espen uh, and on The Deuce. But it's nice to be on ABC sometimes, you know what I'm saying? For sure. This is 2019 uh, uh, USC in Washington. Our elite voice of the day presented by Sundance Mountain Resort. Don Alacy on Twitter says, Can't speak for others, but Cougs are going to win. For other prophetic info, visit my website. Grandpa Don's infallible picks. Bitcoin gladly accepted. Really Really, looking forward to others' responses. That one got through the goalie. (laughs) We can't, like, cut some text? We're just promoting random and foul. What? <laughs> and Bitcoin. Got to have a chat with the production team after this. Jeez. <laughs> Today's Rise of Shoutouts presented by Mountain America with Fish Credit and BYU Athletics. Home field advantage. 19 and 1 for football, women's soccer, women's volleyball. That is remarkable. The only loss was to Utah State and women's soccer. In they've, overtime. They've bounced back nicely yes, after sitting have. on that for two weeks. Yeah, I want to bring this up. So early in the program, uh, I threw off Spuddy Buddy. This is a tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, it's hanging on the edge over here. We have been told that famous Idaho potatoes are sponsoring the Idaho State game. So true, I would like to retract what true, is happening true here. True story. Get what is going on here. Get them out of there. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Re- re- remove the potatoes from the garbage Come can. On. Come on up. Come on up. You guys are <laughs> What you're not going to see is Jerem throw him off the set again after the show ends. No, no, no. no. (laughs) Our thanks to today's guests, BJ Reigns and Max Tooley. Sorry to Dennis. Buddy, buddy. Yeah, we ran out of time. Dennis, sorry, man. For Jerem, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Garrett Juergens. See you tomorrow on BYU TV for Super Saturday starting at 2 Eastern. Football, volleyball, soccer in the evening. Go Cougs.